This is Dr. Mark Jewell. Uh, I am a plastic surgeon in Eugene, Oregon, and have been asked to record this podcast for ASJ uh, on the article uh, that I am one of the co-authors for uh, that's coming up in uh, ASJ uh, February uh, 2023. Our article is entitled U.S. FDA Patient Decision Checklist for Breast Implants, the results of a survey to members of the Aesthetic Society, April 2022. Uh, My co-authors are Nolan Karp, Patricia McGuire, William Adams, and of course myself. Uh, I am a board-certified plastic surgeon practicing in Eugene, Oregon. I'm also a clinical professor of plastic surgery at Oregon Health Science University. Uh, Let's get started with the article. Uh, And, you know, I'll read the article to you, uh, starting with the abstract. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, in response to concerns that patients undergoing breast implant surgery were not adequately informed about the risk of receiving an implanted medical device mandated a patient decision checklist, otherwise known as the PDC, in October 2021. Breast implant manufacturers communicated with plastic surgeons in 2022 regarding the use of the PDC as a condition for the sale of breast implants. Plastic surgeons voiced concerns over the accuracy of the content in the PDC and its confusing statements about the risk of adverse events associated with breast surgery. In April 2022, the Aesthetic Society developed a survey that was sent to its members regarding their experiences with the PDC. This was a five-question survey with one additional place for comments. The purpose of the survey was to develop data based on the six-month experience of plastic surgeons with the PDC. A total of 206 Aesthetic Society members, which is about 9% of the overall membership, participated in the survey. Uh, There are approximately 1,849 active members in the United States. Patients uh, deserve appropriate information prior to breast implant surgery to make informed decisions after reviewing the potential risks and benefits. The authors believe that there's still more work to be done to create an ideal PDC that is fair and balanced, scientifically describes risk incident in a way that patients understand and can be updated. So that's the abstract for our uh, article. Uh, Here's the whole article itself. In March of 2019, the US FDA convened its General and Plastic Surgery Device Advisory Panel to address the concerns of stakeholder groups and individuals regarding breast implant-associated anaplastic large cell lymphoma, otherwise known as BIA-ALCL, implant surface texture, systemic symptoms alleged to be associated with breast implants, informed consent, and ingredients slash heavy metals found in breast implants. The panel uh, uh, convened for approximately (coughs) two days Uh, to accept presentations and to deliberate. In October 2021, the FDA issued specific mandates for guidance documents to breast implant manufacturers regarding a boxed warning for the devices, disclosure of ingredients slash heavy metals, and the requirement for 
a patient decision checklist on the risks associated with uh, breast implants. Each manufacturer uh, of the FDA approved breast implants in the United States was required to develop uh, a PDC based on public da published data from their pre-market approval PMA studies in terms of adverse events reported. The timeline on the various PMA studies was high, highly variable, some going back into the 1990s and referencing breast implants that are no longer sold in the United States or Canada. Additional information regarding systemic symptoms reported by breast implant patients and BIA ALCL was added. Uh, typically, the PDC is a multi-page document with nine places for the patient to initial and two signature boxes for both patient and surgeon. The implanting surgeon is responsible for discussing the document in a face-to-face -face cons patient consultation. Some PDCs contain a QR code that links to electronic patient information brochures on breast implants. Once completed, the patient is given a copy uh, and a copy is retained in the medical record. In addition the, the to the checklist, the patient also signs a separate informed consent uh, which is supplied by the practice or institution. The use of manufacturer-specific PDC was a requirement for the continued sale of breast implants. Failure to do so would result in termination of sales. Recommendation for a new device registry were also emphasized. This new FDA-mandated set of administrative requirements was met with a wide spectrum of responses from plastic surgeon, uh, their staff, uh, institutions, and pa patients. This required additional administrative time uh, and changes in the process for making a patient ready for surgery. And uh, this is also talked about in uh, uh, Table 1 and Table 2 uh, in the article. The extent of concerns about the PDC were not known, and we, the authors, believe that it would be useful to determine this by surveying the membership of the Aesthetic Society. An hour-long panel presentation was added to the program uh, for the 2022 annual meeting of the Aesthetic Society, which was held on Sunday, uh, April 24, 2022, to, to address the PDC, BIA, ALCL, systemic symptoms research, and explant data. Patient advocates were also included. The panel included Nolan Karp, MD, panel moderator, William Adams uh, talking about BIA, ALCL, Patricia McGuire, systemic symptoms research and explant data, Mark Jewell uh, talking about the PDC survey results, Amanda Heinem, a patient advocate, which is the Young Survival Coalition, and Cynthia Chang, a PhD director of the Center for Devices and Radiologic Health Division of Infection Control and plastic surgery devices within the Office of Surgical and Infection Control D Devices. Now for the methods, uh, in preparation for this panel discussion, email communication was sent to all Aesthetic Society members requesting their participation in a five-question survey. The purpose of the survey was to develop real data on the six-month experience of plastic surgeons with the PDC. 
The survey was kept short and simple and consisted of five questions plus the opportunity to leave comments. And these were uh, shown in table four uh, in the article. Results, a, a total of 206 out of 1,849 Aesthetic Society members in the United States, which was about 9% return, uh, participated in the survey. The results are summarized in tables 5 through 10. The five survey questions uh, consisted of question number one, do you use breast implants in your practice? And this is a yes, no answer. Two, what best describes your experience when discussing the patient decision checklist with your patients? And this was six response choices. Question number three, the risks of breast implant, including potential adverse events, are accurately represented uh, in the patient decision checklist. And there are five choices here. Question number four, the current version of the patient checklist should be modified to include scientific descriptions and or risks of adverse uh, events based on the latest peer-reviewed scientific data, such as the incidence of patients claiming systemic symptoms from their breast implants. There were five response uh, questions. Question number five, the patient decision checklist as written is fair and balanced. There were five response choices there. Uh, question number six, uh, states, please share any additional comments you may have about this topic. And this was a text box of uh, uh, where comments could be added. And so, you know, in this survey, Plastic surgeons had a lot of concerns about the higher incidence of reported adverse events such as capsular contracture, infection, pain, than most plastic surgeons experience in their practices. Uh, it was felt that there was a higher incidence of reoperations than most plastic surgeons experience in their practices. There was no data on the incidence of, of symptom, systemic symptoms alleged to be associated with breast implants. Uh, there were concerns that the incidence of BIA-ALCL in smooth-only implants uh, was not accurately addressed. Inaccurate statements about the systemic spread of silicone uh, were also in the uh, PDC, and none uh, were actually reported in the current PMA studies. The PDC adverse event data did not correlate with later published outcome studies and the PDC data did not represent a range of incidents for adverse events. So the six uh, questions uh, that we had comprised a survey. Uh, there were 72 comments made uh, in the uh, question number six, and these can be accessed uh, in the SurveyMonkey uh, link that's in the article. The science of patient communications about the risks associated with surgical procedures and implanted medical device uh, is important. Each patient processes information uh, in a different way, and uh, we believe that there is a need 
for individualization of these discussions for informed consent. Improved PDC functionality also improves making it compatible with electronic medical record software. Uh, patients deserve appropriate information prior to breast implant surgery to make an informed decision after reviewing the potential risks and benefits. The vast majority of board-certified plastic surgeons provide the data to their patients in the appropriate context of their practice. We acknowledge concerns of patients who feel like they did not receive uh, the information they felt necessary to make a surgical decision and feel that a checklist could be useful uh, addition to the informed consent documents. From the responses in the survey, uh, there is a consensus that more work needs to be done to create an ideal PDC that is fair and balanced, scientifically describes risk incidents, uh, in a way that patients can understand and can be updated. PDC that are written with archaic risk incidences uh, only express risk incidents in worst case scenarios. These don't really serve a purpose. The greatest challenge in making PDCs involves a relationship between institutional science and politics, whether this relates to COVID-19 or breast implants. The authors uh, encourage readers to submit their concerns and constructive comments to, about the PDC to the FDA at breast implants dash certain labeling requirements to improve patient communication guidance for industry uh, and Food and Drug Administration staff. And in the article, uh, there is a link for this and some instructions on how to uh, post your comments there. One important uh, factor here is because your comments can be made public, you are solely responsible for ensuring that your comment does not include any confidential information that you or a third party may not wish to post, such as medical information, your or anyone's social security number, confidential business information, such as a manufacturing process, or no other communication that identifies uh, uh, you, uh, because this will be posted on uh, regulation.gov. Uh, there is also the opportunity to have future discussions with the FDA based on data from three peer-reviewed scientific studies on systemic symptoms, which are f funded by the Aesthetic Society Education and Research Foundation, that for the first time take an in-depth look at patients, the efficacies of various capsulectomy surgery, heavy metals, cytokines, microbiome, and histology. Uh, the Aesthetic One app, which is uh, offered by the Aesthetic Society, also provides useful outcome data. Additional in implant outcome studies investigating current generation devices and contemporary surgical techniques and planning uh, would be helpful in better defining the incidence of adverse events uh, relating to surgery, the breast implant, itself and life with implants. Uh, as far as acknowledgments, acknowledgments, the authors acknowledge the support of Sue Dykema, CIE of the Aesthetic Society for entering the surgery, survey questions into SurveyMonkey and for sending out the email communications to the active members of the Aesthetic Society. As far as disclosures, Dr. Karp is a shareholder for SIA, which is from Chicago, Illinois, Dr. Uh, McGuire is a clinical investigator for Motiva, 
and that's establishment labs in Costa Rica, clinical trials, and a consultant for establishment labs. Dr. Jewell is a consultant for Allergan, Bosch Health, New Beauty Magazine, and Taproot Technologies. He is also an investigator for Silk Therapeutics. Dr. Adams declared no potential conflicts of interest with respect to the research, authorship, and publication of the uh, article. Now, with regards to the responses to the questions, uh, question number one, do you use breast implants? 98.54% uh, uh, of the respondents indicated that they used breast implants. Question number two, what best describes your experience when discussing the patient decision checklist with your patients? Uh, and these range for no uh, responses range from no issues we've made at work in our practice, which was about 16.6%. Uh, 26.77% stated we are adapting to this requirement and have adjusted our pre-op visit to allow for the plastic surgeon and patient to sign off on all areas. 43.43% uh, when I'm discussing the possible incidence of complications associated with the breast implant surgery, the uh, incidence of adverse events in the patient decision checklist seems very high compared to my personal data. I'm concerned that this may not give patients an accurate description uh, for, of risk for them to make an informed consent, informed, informed decision. 8% stated, I'm aware of the patient decision checklist, but I've not started using it. 1% uh, stated, I don't know anything about the patient decision checklist. And 43% said, no issues, we are adapting to this. Uh, question three, the risk of breast implants, and so, uh, including potential adverse events, are accurately represented in the patient decision checklist. So there were five response choices. 7.29% said they strongly agree. 20.83% uh, agreed. 17.19% uh, neither agree nor disagree. 37.50% disagree. 17.19% uh, strongly disagree. So the, uh, the disagree, strongly disagree was about uh, almost 55%. Uh, question four, uh, the current version of the patient decision checklist should be modified to include scientific descriptions and or risk of adverse event based on the latest peer-reviewed scientific data, such as the incidence of patients uh, claiming systemic choices from their breast implants. There were five responses, 38.54% uh, strongly agreed, 37.50% agreed, 14% neither agree nor disagree, 7.29 disagree, 2.60 uh, strongly disagree. So the, the numbers for strongly agree uh, and agree was 76.04% for uh, surgeons wishing to have uh, the uh, PDC based on current data. Question five, uh, the patient decision checklist as written is fair and balanced. There were five choices, 3.14% uh, strongly agree, 18.32% agreed, 19.90% uh, 
neither agree nor disagree. 37.17% disagree, 21.47% strongly agree. So th uh, approximately 58.64% disagreed or strongly disagreed that it was fair and balanced. Uh, question six, please share any additional comments you may have. And this was the text box. Uh, there were approximately 72 responses um, in this. And you'll have to go to the article to find the link uh, to SurveyMonkey to review all of those 72. So in closing, uh, this is Dr. Mark Jewell thanking you for listening to the podcast uh, on this uh, article and hope that uh, you find uh, more information online with the article uh, for future use.